Oh, you ready to go wild today, player? You, re you ready to go all wild and crazy? Yes, yes. Uh, it is a wild show today. Um, most of today's show is dedicated to my incredible adventure at uh, Bush Gardens. Uh, some wonderful people who I'll tell you about uh, took me on a t private tour. I got to mingle with all the animals, all the, the African critters. And uh, what a great experience. Got real up close, intimate, and personal with a whole bunch of lions and hyenas and hippopotamuses and all kinds of stuff. There's too much here to mention. I'll have to listen to the show. And I got to feed them, and I got to... I wanted to breastfeed one of them. I mean, it's just crazy. So, uh... Check that out. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Really good time. And then also, um, at the end of the show, there's a brand new offering being made by the fast food industry that's almost a bit of a mind blower. Uh, we, we're, we're going to talk about that. I'll tell you what it is. They've come up with something that you can now eat as part of your meal at the fast food restaurants. Kind of freaky. Is it bad? Is it good? You be the judge. Just don't throw me in jail, because I need to be free so I can record the Harland Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the Harland Highway. I promise you, I will please you all. Believe me. What is he like? What's he like anyway? Oh, he's an angel. He's an angel straight from heaven. You're gonna need a bigger potion. You're listening to Harland Williams. Why don't you give me a name and a face? And a reason why! Oh man, what do you expect? The guy's a jiggle man! <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! You just don't turn it off! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean? I'm still alive. Well, I'll tell you what I won't give you, you muckers! I won't give you the satisfaction of saying that I'm sorry! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money's worth, believe me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to get wild today. It's going to get wild today. We got monkeys, lions, giraffes. Snakes, all kinds of stuff. Here we go. Um, boy, oh boy, I was uh, I was treated to a uh, spectacular outing just a few weekends ago, and uh, I want to thank my uh, friends out at Bush Gardens in Florida. First of all, Anna, one of the pavement pounders, who you guys um, you guys heard her phone message. She called in uh, just before Christmas, and she's like, hey, Harland, I hear you're going to be in Orlando doing some shows. I work at Bush Gardens. I'd love to take you behind the scenes and introduce you to the animals and show you where I work and take you around. And uh, and I, I, I wrote her back in the email. I said, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. And sure enough, Anna showed up at the show, which I feel bad, by the way, because uh, she bought a ticket. Anna, I know you're probably listening. And uh, I, I promised Anna next time I'm down that way, my show is on her. 
I have got her covered. Her and uh, her friend Sarah, who came out to the uh, to the uh, Bush Gardens, who also works there, and uh, so they came out to the show, and uh, and I was like, let's do this. Let's let's go to the the Bush Gardens, and uh, it was fantastic. Oh my God! You know, I I love the critters. I love the uh, the animals, and so uh, sure enough, we we met up with uh, Sarah and Anna over there at at Bush Gardens, and uh, we started off. We we uh, we went up and saw these giant uh, nine million year old tortoises, the Galapagos tortoises. I mean, if if you know if you've seen your uh, if you've seen your your pet shop brand turtle. Well, imagine these uh, tortoises being like the uh, Jurassic Park version. I mean, the, these tortoises are almost the size of a smart car. And probably just about as fast as a smart car, by the way. But uh, just huge, huge turtles. And these things live hundreds of years. And so we saw that. And then from there, we went to, um, we went right to the hyenas. And I love hyenas. Hyenas are very uh, kind of mysterious and ominous and scary. And they're, they're kind of, they look like they're always on the make. They're always uh, looking to, to take you down and eat your bones. And so this was great. We, we go into the, uh, the hyena enclosure and we got to go beyond like the regular wall where the public goes. And uh, Anna and Sarah say, hey, how would you like to feed hyenas? And I'm like, well, in my head, I'm like, are you kidding me? I've never fed a hyena. At what point in your life do you wake up in the morning when you live in North America and say, well, I think I'll go feed me a hyena. It just doesn't happen, right? So I'm like, okay, yes, yes, I want to feed hyenas. Uh, So... Here I am thinking I'm going to throw like, a, you know, the leg of a horse or a, a zebra neck or a, some giraffe uh, teeth or something. I don't know. And we get into the enclosure and they hand me this box and it's full of meatballs. Great big meatballs the size of snowballs and hard boiled eggs. And between us and the, and the hyenas was a big trench, like a moat full of water. And I'm like, well, how do we feed them? And they go, you just throw them. And I'm like, wait, what? They're like, just throw the meatballs (laughs) and the eggs. (laughs) So here I am, first thing in the morning, I wake up and I'm throwing meatballs at a wild hyena. I'm throwing raw eggs, boiled eggs, at a top African predator. And I thought, this just wouldn't happen in nature. This is like a one-sided snowball fight or a meatball fight. I'm like, can't we just take the poor guys to Ikea and let them eat the meatballs at the buffet? Do we have to throw meatballs at them? But they loved it. The the hyenas were gobbling it up. And, uh, And it was funny because they're not like your regular cats and dogs. You know when you throw something... Uh, made of food at a cat or a dog. They have very quick reflexes and they usually snap it out of the air, especially dogs, man. They just, they'll take stuff out of the air with the blink of an eye. But the hyenas, 
they're not wired like that. So they just stare at you and they wait for the meatballs to crash into the ground. And I, I was worried because they don't really move. And, and I almost threw a meatball right in one of their faces because they just stare at it until it hits. So I'm glad I didn't hit the hyena with a meatball in the face. Um, but was interesting too. A lot of wild birds like uh, egrets and cranes and herons and all these wild Florida birds. When they saw us throwing food, they started landing, and they were trying to like get the meatballs and the boiled eggs. And at one point, I'm like, "Wait a minute! I'm throwing eggs at birds, and the birds are eating the eggs." And I'm like, "That's like, that's like throwing a." Throwing a human being to Jeffrey Dahmer. That's cannibalism, man. The hell am I doing throwing eggs at a bird and the bird's eating the eggs? Come on, dude. Go get some seeds or something. So anyways, we started there. We, we had the meatball war with the hyenas. Then we went to see this giant hippopotamus. And they let me feed it a giant melon like a, like a cantaloupe or something or a, a honey melon or something, like the whole melon. This guy opened his mouth like two feet in front of me, and they're like, yep, just throw it in. It's almost like you ever see when the garbage man comes and he picks up a garbage can and the back of the garbage truck opens really wide and they just throw all the crap in. That That's what it's like feeding a hippo, man. They walk up, they open that gigantic mouth, and you just start shoveling stuff in, and then they close it. And what I didn't know is when, when they closed their mouth on the melon, it exploded. So it's was, it was like a, when he closed his mouth on the melon, it was like a cannon going off. I was like, I, I, I like jumped backwards. I was like, whoa, 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 easy. Um, so we did that, and then we got to go in and see the lions. We, we actually got to go back behind the scenes where they, you know, there's the outdoor part where they keep the lions, and then there's the indoor part where they kind of come in and get out of the shade, and if the lions are getting rambunctious, they can separate them for a while, let them cool off. And so you're right there. It, it's, it's like a oversized doghouse. And, uh... The lions are sitting right there up against the cage. If, if they allowed us to, we could have stuck our fingers in and, and touched them, which you never do. P.S. You never stick your hand in a wild animal cage. But that's how close they were. And my God, magnificent. When you look at a, a, a real African lion in the face and, and you study the details and you look at the intensity... And, and, the, and the, the wildness and the deep, deep, deep lineage of such an ancient predator. You can just see the wildness in their eyes and the, and the, the majesty. It's, there's, no, there's no doubt that the lion is the king of the beasts. Just by default, the way it looks, the way it carries itself, its, its colorings, its markings, its, its, its posture... It's just such an elegant and regal animal. And when you're that close to it and you, and you can just feel its energy and, and feel its penetrating stare and and you look at the way it holds itself and carries itself, they're just, they're just beyond magnificent animals. 
just just a, there's a there's a sense of energy and power and intimidation and and the lions just uh, unbelievable i you, you know you, you almost go in a trance staring at these lions and we also went in with the tigers which are technically bigger than the lions and as beautiful as the tigers are for whatever reason they don't carry in my opinion they don't carry that regalness that the lions have and i think it's the lions with that giant mane and their huge faces and the big golden eyes and the tigers are unbelievably gorgeous but but the lions have this essence to them that just makes them feel like they are truly the masters so we got right up close to those guys we got to feed them and and something that was very bizarre um the handlers who were there who were working with those big cats all of a sudden threw some uh oregano onto the floor of the tiger cage and then with the lions they threw some paprika or some uh cilantro or something these very strong spices, and, and the, the big cats went nuts. They started rolling around in it, and they became very uh, kind of subdued. It wasn't like catnip where they got high, but they just got, they just kind of got euphoric. They, they rolled around in the spices that were sprinkled all over the floor, and I'm like, who knew? If you're ever getting charged by a lion out in the wilderness, just pull out uh, some cinnamon cinnamon have some cinnamon you know just apparently it just shuts them down forget about your your high-powered 98 caliber hunting rifle just lay down 11 herbs and spices from kfc and you 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 got that thing laying on its back purring like a house cat very uh, very unusual something new i i had no idea that uh, the, the big, the big top predator cats could be uh, disarmed by <laughs> sprinkling paprika in their path. <laughs> they just roll in it and get it in their fur and go nuts. Uh, then we got to go see some some parrots and we got to go see some giraffes. Uh, we we went in the, in the cage with a big giant Burmese python and got to sit with that and it's just staring at us like uh, what the hell are you doing in here? You know I could swallow you. I mean this this is my enclosure and I I don't really appreciate the company. I'm just sunning here under my heat lamps, and you 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 jackwads come in here. I could swallow you whole guy. I'm doing you a favor by not swallowing you whole right now. But if you piss me off. I'm going to swallow you whole. So that's always a little intimidating, sitting with a giant snake. And then I got to do something so fun. They had a sloth, a three-toed sloth out, and one of the handlers was cradling it in, in her arms and was feeding this thing like fruit and berries and, and green beans. And I got to feed this little guy a green bean, and it's probably one of the cutest things I've ever seen. I filmed it. I did like a selfie. And if you want to see the footage, go to my YouTube channel and uh, just look for the heading. It says the cutest animal in the world. And you'll see me feed this, this, <laughs> this adorable sloth. 
I mean, if I ever have a kid, I want it to look like this sloth. I, I don't care that it's covered in hair. I don't care that its eyes are wide apart. I don't care it has three giant claws for fingers. That I want my kid to look exactly like a sloth. And even though I'm a male, if I have a kid that cute, I will breastfeed it. I will give it my milk. I don't care. It's just too damn cute. I will do I will allow some sloth titty sucking, okay? I will put that cute little critter on my booby faster than a chubby lady in spandex with her brand new baby at Walmart. All right? I will let that sloth suck away on my areoli till it turns purple. Okay? That's how cute the sloth is. You got to go see it. Check out my YouTube channel. And by the way, I'm also going to put up the footage of, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to put up the footage of me feeding the hippopotamus and you can see the, you can see the giant melon blow up and scare the crap out of me. Unfortunately, I, I, I think I might have some footage of, of uh, throwing meatballs at the hyenas too. I'll try and find that and put that up there. Uh... And then, uh, so we did all that, and then we saved the uh, pias de resistance until the very end of the day. And again, I can't thank uh, Anna and Sarah enough for, you know, this was their day off, and they took, you know, who wants to go into your own workplace on your day off? And these girls, that they were with us for about four hours, and, and they were walking all over this park and showing us where they work and what they do, and... It was so unbelievably gracious and kind and and uh, giving. And, uh, you know, I said thank you a million times at the end, but I really can't express or overstate how grateful uh, I am for that amazing experience. Uh, so thanks again, girls. You are the best. Um, but then, as I said, we saved the best for last. Um well, before I say that, uh, Sarah was actually did, worked more with the uh, the hoofed animals and the giraffes and the gazelles, and uh, and and unfortunately, we didn't have time to get in right close with them. We were trying to track down a, a vehicle so we could drive around with them, so we 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 had to see them from a little bit of a distance, but uh, still just spectacular. And then uh, Anna is uh, one of the uh, handlers that runs the uh, the cheetah enclosure. And so we saved the best for last. And Anna took us in to see her beloved cheetahs. And, oh, my God. Just uh, once again, we got up right close. And these beautiful cheetahs were there. And, and they were purring. I guess they're the only... Anna was saying, uh, as far as the big cats go, they're the only ones that purr. And they have this sweet little, this high-pitched little purr they do where it's deceiving because you just want to hug them. You just want to sit on your lazy boy and watch uh, Dancing with the Stars and cuddle with a cheetah, man. And then suddenly it eats your throat. Um, but gorgeous, gorgeous cats. Um they're uh, they're a little more they're they're not as feline like as as well I shouldn't say that they're very feline but they're not quite as um, they don't look like they're as built for destruction the way tigers and and lions are 
Um, you know, lions and tigers are very huge. They have the large paws and the huge fangs and the retractable claws. Whereas a cheetah's claws are always out. They're not retractable. They're not. They're not needle-like. They're not. They're not super sharp. They're more. They're more in line with uh, kind of a dog's claws. And their their teeth, although they have fangs and powerful teeth, that they're not. Uh, they're not huge like six-inch. Uh, you know canines that could could you know crush your neck in a bite a cheetah's real method of of killing is it of course it's speed it chases down its prey and then it does a death grip on the throat it grabs the uh, prey's throat and crushes the uh the breathing passage and suffocates the animal um and just to be up close to these these cheetahs, uh, and, and they have gigantic eyes. When you think of an owl, take an owl's eyes, those great big eyes, and put them on a, on a big cat. And they have these gorgeous, gorgeous eyes, and just they're sleek, and they're, they're streamlined, and they're elegant, and they're, they've got a gentle docileness to them, but yet underneath that guise, there's obviously a top apex predator there that can chase down uh, its prey at, at speeds of 65 miles an hour. Can you imagine? Think about driving in your car at 65 miles an hour. Okay, that's pretty damn fast. A lot of highways, a lot of highways don't let you go over 55. So imagine a, a large cat outrunning you on a major highway going 55. Yeah. Now that is some intense speed. It, it they they can only do it in short bursts obviously, but wow. It's just a phenomenal uh feat. So uh, of course these guys weren't running around. They were very passive because they were in their enclosures and uh you know they were just chilling out. You know, they're just sitting there having a Corona with a lime wedge, and uh, I think they had some nachos going, sun visors on, beach umbrellas. They were just chilling, you know. So I was chilling with the cheetahs. That should be my new album, Chilling with the Cheetahs. What, do you, what am I talking about? I don't do albums. Uh, anyways, so it was just a great way to cap off the day to be in there and so intimate with the uh, cheetahs and and you could see how proud Anna was of uh, b- being able to work with such magnificent animals. You could see she was she was beaming, she was excited. She was alive, you know. She she had she had so much passion for her cheetahs, her work, and and that's that's what these type of animals need. They need people who get them, who can show them the love and give them the the appropriate energy and and have respect for them, and really uh, really care for them when they're in a in a captive environment like a uh, you know a, a wild animal park. So those those fortunate cheetahs couldn't have had uh, someone who was more committed to them uh, than Anna. And what a what a delight it was to see see her energy. Just you know, she she was connecting with these animals without even having to talk to them, and that they were very aware of her. They were locked in on her, and she was locked in on them. And and it was just, uh, it was a real, real uh, great way to cap off a wonderful day. So 
Anna, thank you so much. That was magnificent. And Sarah, likewise, just unbelievable. We we had a great time. I went with uh, one of the other comedians, Tony God, who was on the show with me that weekend, and he loved it too. Tony had a a a, uh, a moment with one of the orangutans. We went back in to see the orangutans and. One of the female orangutans was all up in his business. I went up to the glass and the orangutan was like, yeah, whatever. She didn't really like me, but then she saw Tony and we were all standing there laughing because this orangutan like checking Tony out. Like you could see her eyes going up and down his body. And she was definitely like staring at his ass and, and his groin region. I don't know if, you know. If she was like, you know, looking, uh, looking at his package, but she was a feisty little, little orangutan. She, she had the hots for Tony and if she could have got through the glass. Holy smokes. There could have been some forcible loving happen there. I think so. Tony's pretty lucky that that hairy little lady didn't get her hairy little hands all over him, man. Although if I know Tony, he would have loved it. <laughs> So, uh, so there you go. That was our, our wonderful day at Bush Gardens. Uh, thank you, Bush Gardens, for uh, having us. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Anna and Sarah, for being such gracious and wonderful hosts. And uh, uh, it'll be an experience that stays with me for the rest of my life, I'll tell you. So there you go. That was my adventure, and uh, as I said, uh, I'm going to put up some of those videos in the next few days, uh, so make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. The sloth feeding one is already up, and uh, it's just, it's like a minute long, but it's its just going to melt your heart. You're just going to, you're just going to want to go out and get a sloth, um, and I'll put the uh, hippo one up, and if I can find the meatball throwing one. I'm going to put that up too. So there you go, gang. Um, my day at Bush Gardens with Anna and Sarah. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. And speaking of fast food, let, let's end the show with this wacky story. Check this headline out. KFC, you know, the chicken people, KFC to test edible coffee cup. Uh, Hello? So here's an article that said there's no need to order dessert. The coffee cup is the dessert. This 100% edible cup is made from a special wafer-like biscuit then wrapped in sugar paper and lined with a layer of heat-resistant white chocolate. It's called the Scoffee Cup, and KFC is developing a range of edible cups so that you can just eat your cup. Yeah, in a way, it's ingenious, and in a way, it's just gross. I mean, in a way, it think of all the, the paper that's used to make cups. Think of all the trees that are cut down. Think of all the, the garbage that fills the land sites, landfill sites. Okay, so, so, so there's an upside to this, but yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's a little peculiar. You, you ever see a goat out in a, in, a, in a yard or in a garbage dump just eating a can or a, 
You know, goats will eat just about anything. And I'm just picturing how elegant is it going to be? You're at KFC or Starbucks, and you're sitting out in the sunshine on the patio, and you're scoping out some hot mama. It's a beautiful babe sitting there, kind of sipping on her coffee, real sexy. And you're like, I'm going to go over and say hi to that chick. And then all of a sudden she starts eating her cop. Um, you know what? I think I'll just go to my car and drive home. Wait, wait, come back. Can I eat your car? I mean, that's hilarious, man. What's next? Plates? I mean, edible plates, edible forks and knives. You know, you see a kid, you think he's licking a lollipop or he's got a popsicle. Oh, do you have a little treat, Billy? No, this is the knife from Denny's. I just had brunch. Oh, why are you talking like a full-grown man, Billy? I don't know. You do the voices. Why didn't you do a kid's voice? (laughs) I don't know. But good Lord. Yeah, waitress, I'll uh, I'll skip the main course. Just bring me a a plate full of knives. Yeah, I'm going to eat the knives. And if you could, uh, could I get an order of uh, coffee cups on the side, please? And you know what? Don't worry about wiping this table because I'm just going to eat it after I eat the the plates and the knives and the how's how much for that window over there? That looks like icing to me. In fact, how much do you? I want to eat you. I'm going to eat you alive. So uh, you know, it's like put sugar on anything in the United States, and and it's edible, man. Bone appetit. Good night, Nelly Frutado. Nelly Frutado roll-up. Let's go eat Nelly Frutado roll-ups in the park and then eat the swing set. <laughs> Anyways, let's get out of here. I'm, I'm eating this segment alive. Um, what can I tell you? What can I tell you? Um, let's do a few announcements. Uh, if you want to see me doing some live stand-up comedy, I will be up in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Manitoba. What was I thinking? It's still winter. I never do shows in the winter. I I thought March. Oh, March is spring. But maybe late March. What was I thinking? Early March. But nonetheless, a great club, great town. Haven't been up to Winnipeg for a long time. So come on out to Rumors Comedy Club. Uh, That's going to be Thursday, March 5th through Thursday, March 9th, uh, March 7th. Hold on, let me do that again. Now I'm, I'm, I'm all confused. Thursday, March 5th through Saturday, March 7th. There, I got it out. Wow. I'm, I'm all discombobulated. I'm still thinking about that sloth suckling on me. Um, and then what else can I tell you, player? Um, that's going to be it as far as shows for uh, March. But come April, you can catch me at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. That's going to be April 9 through 11. And then uh, I will be at the Ontario Improv in April, April 16th through the 19th. 
And uh, then I'll be at Comics in Connecticut. Haven't been up there forever. That's April 23rd to 25th. I'll be at the Nova Scotia Comedy Festival, the Halifax Comedy Festival on Wednesday, April 22nd. And then I'm going up to Ottawa, Canada's capital, Ottawa, Ontario. Yuck, yucks. Yuck, yucks in Ottawa, Ontario. And that is uh, Thursday, April 30th to May 2nd. So a uh, busy month in April, kind of quiet in March. And uh, check my uh, website, harlemwilliams.com, where you can find all these dates and you can actually book your tickets, reserve your tickets online. Um, so there you go. Um, while you're there, check out the Harlan Williams uh, store. We've got all kinds of great merchandise, the Magic F-Off T-shirt, the, uh, the CDs, the kids' books, the T-shirts, all kinds of stuff there. Uh, just order away and we'll send it out to you and what else what else um, 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 um oh yeah the youtube channel uh at the bottom of my uh of my website there's a youtube subscribe button just click on that and any wacky videos i put up you'll get them absolutely free right now we're posting every monday a new episode a new a new uh clip from my my four hour Mega movie that I did, Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. Every every Monday for the next year and a half, we're going to put five minutes up so you can kind of follow along with this movie and see where it goes, this adventure that I shot. Uh, six years in the making, ridiculous movie. Um, so check it out. Lots to do at harlanwilliams.com. Please go there and tell your friends about the Harlan Highway. Get your friends listening and laughing and having fun. So that's it for today. I hope you're all good. I hope you all find your own little three-toed sloth. And uh, once again, thanks to uh, Anna and Sarah from Bush Gardens. What a great time. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.